What's up, everybody? Jay Miller here, back again with the Productivity in Tech podcast. This is the show where I sit down with somebody in the tech space that is killing it and doing absolutely amazing. And we try to figure out like the the nugget, the the little thing that is like the key to their not success, but the key to their day to day sustainability and like maintaining that high level of excellence. And this week is like every other week. I have another great guest for you coming from Minnesota. I just offended everybody in the Midwest. I'm Minnesota. <laughs> no, no, that's, I have to do it. <laughs> He's a developer advocate for MongoDB. You can catch him on Twitter, TikTok, or Twitch. Uh, the one, the only Joe Carlson. Joe, how are you doing today? Oh my gosh, this is the best intro i've ever gotten i'm 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 blushing uh, i'm doing so good thank you for asking and i'm just so like i'm just glad to be here this is awesome thanks for having me absolutely we we actually met through uh, a mutual friend of ours shout out to april uh i know you're listening because you you send me a dm or an email every time i post <laughs> something so hey what's up but then, hey. uh, and keep doing that, by the way. But uh, April was like, hey, both of you are awesome. You two should connect. And then I do a podcast. I'm sure you said you have a podcast, Joe, as well. And we can talk about that a little bit later. Uh, I don't personally, but MongoDB does. But hey, I know what people do. That's, it. that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so we were like, it's like, hey, your link had 30 minutes. My link had an hour. So I was going to do everything that I could to talk to you longer. So I just conned you <laughs> into coming onto a podcast. So how does it feel? <laughs> oh, great. I love coming on podcasts. It's so fun. It's like, uh, yeah, this is so great. Yeah, I love it too. You're like, let's chat. Like, great. Let's just do the chat on my podcast. Perfect. I'm on board. Let's do it. We've never met. Let's share everything that we do to the public. <laughs> While recording it for everybody. Cool. Yes. yes. Let's do that. So no, speaking, I actually do love it. So speaking of what you do, let's let's jump into that. What is what is a day in the life of a of a dev avocado for MongoDB? It's like different for everyone. And I'm sure you've talked to a ton of dev advocates too before. Um mm. Only offline. Oh, totally. Yeah. And like I've done, I've been technically for like large e-commerce sites. um, And this is my first time doing developer advocacy. And I've been doing it for about a year now, full time. Um, And it's different. Okay. So I I was, I want to paint a little picture about like what I do to kind of like set the the stone, like the tone a little bit. I feel like, so I've been working remote. I feel like all of us have been working remote since COVID lockdowns started happening, but um, I've been doing it since, the beginning. It's like a remote first kind of type of position. Um, yeah. So I'm like home alone a lot. If it like wildly oscillates between like being alone and not talking to anyone for like weeks on end and then like going to a conference or speaking virtually and like having lots and lots of conversations all at once. Um, and I feel like recently too, for people who don't know me or listening to this too, like I've been posting a lot of TikTok videos recently and like that's been weirdly shaping my what i've been doing the day-to-day to my <laughs> life a lot which is so weird i feel so stupid saying that i feel so stupid because it's i mean 
I don't, I'm not like doing like dances. I make like, and Jay, you've seen a couple of the videos. They're just like fun. I try to make like fun programming jokes um, about stuff I feel horribly anxious about. Um, and I try to like put that on the internet. Um, but I don't know. What's the date, my day to day. I don't know. I, I'm on social media a lot. I do programming as much as I possibly can. I do Twitch streaming every Friday on our MongoDB Twitch channel. Um, and I speak at like maybe one, two, maybe three conferences a week. Jeez. Um, oh, and then I'm trying to do like podcasts. It's been weird. And like COVID's been a game changer too. Like, uh, I feel like, I don't know. It's so, it's so, I'm, I'm interested to see like where the, like my day to day goes here. But like, obviously I was like traveling to conferences a lot. And I feel like I've been like, everything's moving online and trying to like understand what online space looks like for us. And I think that that's like, I don't know. I don't think we're going to be like going back to like what we had before. And so it's like trying to figure out what, how everyone's going to be learning and growing and sharing without in-person conferences. I don't know. Oh my God. That was a really long and winded answer. I don't think I answered your question at all, but no, you're um, good. my you're day, good. day is great. It's so fun. Jay. Thank you for asking. <laughs> oh man. So I, I will say the one thing you talked about, like just kind of learning. I, I will tell you the first and this doesn't affect you in any way, I guess. It's just me, I don't know, bragging or something. Um, I love first, it, yeah. The first database architecture that I ever used in, like, an actual, like, live setting yeah. was Mongo. So, like, MongoDB was, like, I am on record saying I hate, like, weird, like, SQL-type, yeah. like, design. Like, I, I want something that I can read. I want something that I can, like just dive into and be like, that's what yes. I need. Give me that and not have to think about insane commands. So, <laughs> and, and as, as totally. someone who uses Python, like I, I became well-versed in PyMongo and, and just, just jumping into that world early. And I could tell that like, even from the jump, like MongoDB has always had this community first kind of approach where it's like, Hey, look, here's this thing that you can get for free with no support that also right. has this gigantic like documentation library that has like a lot of community stuff, a lot of community involvement, yeah. or you can pay us and get access to all of the same things. But then if you need to call us, you can kind of also just do that. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Well, we love hearing that you like got into MongoDB first. And like, I think that's a super common experience too. Cause like, yeah, I think, just like the database model makes more sense with like programmer, like we're saving things as objects anyways, like saving it as an object makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, especially when you're first getting into programming and think that that like, yeah, like understand yeah. normalization with like, tradi- like legacy databases is so really so hard. Um, and I'm going to have to, I, lo- I, I know the guy who does the development for the PyMongo driver. I'm going to have to tell him how, how much you, you've loved to work with this stuff too. He's awesome. awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We love that. That's and like I feel like we're like I don't know. I think we're trying to like listen to developers more and more and more. And I think you're right. Like we've had this like reputation for being like very developer friendly. Um and I think that we're we're trying to be like better than anyone else at it. You know what I mean? I think yeah. I don't know. It's and it's hard. There's like developers, we're like a fickle species we're you know we uh love new shiny things we're you know we're there's always new stuff coming out you know you can't like you can't sell something that developer doesn't want it doesn't work right like it has to be like organically something developers are want to actually use 
um, which is so important. Well, and well that's I, awesome. I think the thing with that though is your developers are starting to change. I think as mm. fewer and fewer developers are coming out of like MIT and Caltech with a yeah. you know masters in computer science and. Yeah. Now it's more like, hey, I went to this coding boot camp because I was tired of being a bartender. Right. And that attitude shift has, in my opinion, been great because yes. I'm coming from a position of like college dropout turned military yeah. veteran turned like I programmed to solve the problems in my day to day job. And now it's like I'm ready to make that transition after like a decade of doing that to being like, okay. I can call myself professional developer type. What does that look like for me? How, what is the intersection between managing communities and talking and getting people on shows to ask these questions and then also writing code from time to time, which I try to do every day, but I know it's hard. Even developers <laughs> don't write code every day. So it's, it's hard. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to do every day. So, yeah. Um, and I, I think one of the things that you've done really well is you are meeting that group of people where they are like you are. And I think a lot of developer advocates now are more and more like not talking in a boardroom, but talking at like from a bar stool or talking from, you know, outside of like in the hallway track of a, of a conference. And now like talking on Twitter and, and TikTok and, and now Twitch is even becoming a bigger thing where these conversations aren't being had in the quote unquote professional areas. Yep. You're making these completely like personal, like curated feed algorithmic, yeah. like hallways Mm-hmm. where you can talk tech with the people who are seeking to learn from the folks like what you're doing. Oh, totally. I totally agree. And I think you nailed it too. Like, I think traditionally, I think this is a couple of years ago, like people would go in and go like, yeah, you'd suit up and go talk to a CTO of a company and try to explain to him with a sales deck of why it works. And I love it. I, I feel the same way too. Cause like, so I was a I was the technical instructor at a developer boot camp in Honolulu, Hawaii. So like I, I have like a really soft spot in my heart for like new developers. But I think that was awesome though, like seeing people like jump in. Um because I think a lot of people like it's sexy and cool to like be talking about like um like the latest and greatest things or advanced use cases for MongoDB. But like the the thing is 99% of users don't really care about that. Like most people just want to know like how do I put data in and get it out. You know what I mean? Or like, how do I get started? Or like, how do I, I want to feel like I'm listened to, you know what I mean? Or like, I'm going to be welcome here. And I think, yeah. I don't know. It, I feel like a lot of like, dope advocacy is like still kind of struggling with that. And I, I get the appeal of it too. Cause like, I want to be known as like the smartest guy about this thing, but no one really cares about that stuff. No one cares. No one cares. Or if I like try to tell you about this advanced use case, like, but like no one's there yet. Like that just like doesn't go anywhere. I don't know. I think it in like for the stuff I'm doing too, I want to be making things that like, I wish I had when I was learning how to program. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to read a book or like, I don't know. Or (laughs) I can't read. I I can read. I can just kidding. Uh, But uh, you know what I mean? I, I just like, it was like this advanced techno mumbo jumbo that was boring. And I felt like I was like, I felt stupid reading it and I felt defeated. Um, I just wanted to feel like listened to and heard and like encouraged to like keep learning, even though it was hard. You know what I mean? I don't Absolutely. Know. And I, I think that that's like 
some of the videos that you've put out on TikTok really do show that, like the a junior developer releasing his first commit, and yeah. it's kind of like, okay, I could get fired right now. I mean, that's totally. that's what got me into the idea of productivity as a person who works in the tech space was like coming from a military background where you're like, I can't get fired. Yeah. Like it's easier for me to die than to get fired in the military. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then going to a position where it's like, okay, they've given me zero instruction. All I have are like my job description. If you mess with the linting rules, you're gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah just coming into like this weird, like, how do I, how do I jump over that hill? And even, even wanting to get into a new career, like, yeah, again, when you have someone that's like a bartender, it's like, okay, the worst thing that I can do Mm -hmm. is give someone a really bad drink. Yeah. Or, I mean, I guess let somebody jump across the bar and be a bartender for an hour, but I I guess (laughs) that's that's pretty bad too, but (laughs) that's true. That's true. It's frowned upon, but uh, yeah, (laughs) but it's at the end of the world. It's fine. Exactly. And now it's like, if you're working at like one of these like fang companies or or a company that is dealing with database, you know, people store important stuff in databases and data leaks, you get exact data. Yeah, absolutely. And I, yep. I sit there and think about like uh, I know a, few, a few weeks back from when we we're recording this, there was like the big T-Mobile like incident, and at oh, first yeah. someone was saying like, "Oh yeah, someone like released and uh, they committed something and it wasn't ready and it like crashed the system." And I was like, "Ooh, yeah, that's a bad day." And and at the end of the day, it just turned out that like a couple of load balancers like failed. And it was like, oh, totally. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, or someone like published a semicolon wrong in a config file or something. And it exactly. Crashes a load balancer. Yeah. And like, I've crashed a couple sites. I haven't crashed anything huge. Um, and it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. But it doesn't feel okay. No. And even like, even thinking back on the times I've crashed production sites, I like, I like cringe and I hate myself and like brings up really like, it's like, it's hard to think about. It still hurts, you know? Um, I don't know. I and I feel like we just like as an industry need like greater forgiveness for our junior developers, like for ourselves from that stuff. Um, of course, like crashing production is not great. Like you don't want to do it if you do it twice. Probably bad. <laughs> That's bad. You probably you're, don't want to do the same thing twice. You're pushed um, to master privileges at that point have been revoked. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You probably were like we're just like maybe we should rethink things at that point. But um, yeah, but like once or like messing things up. And so like specifically too with that like. So I just published a TikTok about like how, um, like, I remember I was just like thinking back about like my first commit, like professional commit with like, a team of senior engineers reviewing my code and like how afraid I was. And then even like as a bootcamp instructor, like seeing my students submit their PRs for review and like, just, you can just, you feel the anxiety, you know, there's just, like a lot of anxiety about it. I don't know. And I, I, I just feel like in general, I think we just need more empathy in our industry. You know what I mean? I just... I think we just have like a lot of, it's just, it's, it's just, where's it, a scary feel. And I think your feeling of fear too. It's like, I, everyone, everyone feels that. And that yeah. sucks. That sucks. That sucks. We do that to ourselves. I don't know. I feel like for the longest time developers, and I would even say like developer advocates, like yeah. it, it was almost like that stereotypical cinematic prison mentality of like, 
all right, I, I just jumped in. I got to find the biggest and baddest person in the room and like clock them. Yeah. Just to yeah, make exactly. sure that Take them down. Show them boss. Like, yeah. I feel like that was when I first got into tech, that was like me. Like, okay, what's the biggest problem that our company has right now? And I'm going to solve it like yeah. five minutes just to show that I'm the badass in the room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. at the at the end of the day, it was like, you just brought the entire network down. I'm like, Crap. yeah. Why did, <laughs> why did you touch that? <laughs> At least you tried. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that there's something about um, advocating for all levels of of development, which is which is something that you know we've we've been preaching the the good word of Mongo, you know, mm-hmm. this last twenty minutes. But yeah, more than anything, I think the attitude of I would say like the the postmodern developer advocate mm-hmm. is is one that is like. Hey, look, at the end of the day, it's the people that are writing the code that are going to be making the biggest of these decisions. Yeah. Because if they're using a tool that they don't like, it's, it's going to release in bad quality. So yeah, instead of talking to the CTO about how something can, you know, be a good for their ROI and you right. know, reduce it'll increase it'll reduce your workload by like 80 percent and it's like yeah. okay you just said you were gonna fire like eight out of ten people in the room like yeah. that that's not what people want to hear um yeah. and instead you're just like hey look i get it being a developer is hard this yeah. tool is designed to make it a little bit easier and i'm going to show you how yeah and no, totally yep and I'm not going to waste your time because I'm doing it on Twitch or I'm doing yeah. it on like a YouTube video. That way, if, if you can tell from like five minutes in that it's not for you, yeah. all you got to do is close the tab. You don't have yeah. to like sit there awkwardly in the boardroom like, oh, yeah. oh like, totally s- sit there at like a, a conference and be like, all right, well, this guy has a keynote. So, <laughs> oh, man, let me check my email real quick. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you're, I mean, you're totally right. And like. There's a million different databases out there. There's a million different web apps. There's a million different frame, frameworks you could possibly use. It's like, and I do that all the time too. Like I'll spend like something will pop up on Hacker News or Reddit and I'll spend like 10 seconds looking at it and then I'll decide whether I want to like, if it's worth my time to learn. Mm-hmm. Cause like Jay, your night's time is super valuable. I'm not going to, and like, I'm not going to spend my time frantically learning every new shiny piece of tech that comes out. Like that's, that's not sustainable or like a, even that's, that's a terrible idea for just like our time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, like I think you, we, you and I need to be like picky about what we're learning and like making sure it's worth our time, both like for a career, but even just like for fun, like I'm not going to learn something that's like sucks to use and it's boring and buggy and it's doesn't do anything for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to spend something that's like actually helpful and well, fun to use. And, and even with that, like, you can see like the stuff, the stuff that we, we have to use, the stuff that we're like, all right, well, I mean, our, our system runs on AWS. So right. like, I have to know how Bodo three works as, as yeah. a Python developer working in AWS, I have to at least have an idea of that structure. Yeah. But I mean, one of the things that I do for like my, the side business that is productivity in tech is mm. I do transcriptions for podcasters, for content creators, and like all that stuff. And cool, I know you did that. That's awesome. Th- there are people that are just like, yeah, I don't want to give Amazon my money, and it's like, yeah. okay, I totally respect that. However, yeah. like now I have to go learn 
GCS and then I, or I have to go learn like IBM Watson, which yeah. nobody wants to do. And, yeah. or, or I have to like sign up and give half of the money that I'm making to like some third party that down the road is literally just using AWS. So yeah. in my mind, I'm like, now I have to learn three different schemas to <laughs> sure. do the exact same thing because yeah. this one person doesn't want to use the architecture and they are perfectly validated for that. Yeah. However, the only thing that I can do on my end is say, well, where's the common de- denominator? You know, when yeah. it comes to like go- bringing it back to like database stuff, one mm-hmm. of the things I love in Python is SQL Alchemy because it's it's designed to be the, what are you using? You using Postgres? Okay, we got that. You using right. SQL? Okay, we got that. Yeah. I'm like in the process of like trying to build that for transcription tools because I'm tired of having to remember what schema I'm in and like, okay, how do I, how do I fetch alternatives for GCS versus AWS? And I know for a lot of people, they're like, I don't even know what that means, but that's fine. (laughs) It's, it's one of those things where like you get so frustrated and just fighting with the tools that you're just like, if someone came to me and was like, Hey, we understand that your tools suck. Here's a way that you can use this and not want to pull, you know, your luxurious locks out every single day. Then (laughs) I am just like, sign me up. Yes, absolutely. I will do it. I think you nailed it. Like, I think a part that a lot of people don't look at, especially with like cloud architecture, like we're looking at like, like is like developer time and like our time tends to be the most expensive part of any project these days. Mm -hmm. Like infrastructure and like the tools we use is fractional cost to our time. And I think as developers, like we don't, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times at companies, like our time is not respected by managers and, and like product leads. It's like, but I think as developers, I think we consider that. I think we need to be advocating for ourselves for to use tools that like make sense and like respect our time, you know, or like we can get done quickly yeah. or just easy to use. And I, I agree. Like if you have to use something, like if you have to learn three new schemas and three new products to get a thing done, like, okay, that, that's okay. But like, I know a lot that you're looking at like, weighing the pros and cons of using things that you're already already know to use or like easier to, you know what I mean? I think that's important. Well, I think you deserve it. (laughs) I think it's good that there's options now, which is is the best part. But I think in that advocates should be listening to the user. I I think, I I don't know if it was, did you send this? Uh, maybe it was. I'm I'm jumping on Twitter now because I'm a horrible podcaster. Um, no, this I, is great. I, I, Joe Rogan. That's like all he does is <laughs> Google stuff. <laughs> that I'm doing it right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I think there was a, a blog post that you you uh, responded to on Twitter earlier today. That was ta- or earlier in the last couple of days, I guess. Yeah. Uh, talking about the idea of like, look customers don't care about that cool trick that you did to make your code work. Customers don't care about like the efficiency of your, they kind of care about the efficiency or they're more about the performance. They don't care about how clean your code is. They don't care how elegant your solution, how abstract your code was. Yeah. All they care about is, does it solve my problem? And at the end of the day, like that's what's important. Like, okay, Hey, can I, can I use this? Does it solve my problem? Okay, cool. Sign me up. And, I feel like more and more advocates are starting to understand that yeah. but more than anything, they're starting to actually try to collect those problem points. They're like, okay, yeah. this was working for you up until this point. 
Yeah. What did it like? How did it fail? How can yeah. we improve it? What can we do to make this better? Yeah. And how can I keep in touch with you so that when we do fix it, you'll be the first person to know? Like, I yeah. feel like developer advocates are now, and this is someone who is not yet a developer advocate. This is someone mm-hmm. that's hoping to get into that space. Yeah. I feel like it is our role to almost be like developer slash salesperson slash marketer slash customer service. Like right. the, the yeah. person that can defi- figure out where I'm at on that path. And then send them in the right direction. And I think that that's one of the things that you're able to do so well, being able to be on social media, you are being able to advocate for people who are uh, just really genuinely smart people who are trying to break into the industry, but then also being able to jump in and say, this is a feeling, this feeling is very legitimate. Yeah, exactly. We need to... Not we need to listen to this. it. We need to listen exactly. to it. Exactly. Take it seriously. I totally agree. And like MongoDB is like, are like, we're a little bit different than a lot of companies. Like our customers are developers. And I think I've worked for companies where my customers are people purchasing a thing from our sites or using, you know what I mean? It's like more yeah. traditional customers. Um, but I think you have, you have to listen. I, and I think a lot of times I see that, I, I see this with like big fan companies. They're just like, they don't listen. They're like, this is the way we're doing it get on board or we're, or we're leaving without. Yeah. You know what I mean? It feels more just like, yeah. here we're going, screw you. Come along if you want, you know what I mean? Or like the, even the open source list stuff, but like they don't, they're not reading your issues or submitting. They're not like reading suggestions. It's just like, we're, we're doing the things we want to do. Deal with it. Um, I don't know if that's a great idea, especially if you're like making a thing for a developer community. Like how can you do that and not listen to your developers? Yeah. And the other thing I want to touch on too is um, you talked about like how like we should be listening. And I, so, and like, I think you used to see the old name developer evangelism. And I kind of, I don't like that name. Cause I, I imagine that like a preacher in front of a, a congregation preaching a product and trying to sell it without listening. You're just yeah. presenting. But I feel like and as a developer advocate, I'm advocating for you, the developer community internally as well as like, yeah. so I'm like the middle person, like I'm the face of the company to the customers, but I'm also the voice of the customers or the developers to like the internal product teams. It's yeah. like this two way street. You know what I mean? Evangelizing both ways. Um, I think that's an important distinction for me. I just, I now want to see you in like this giant, like Southern Baptist church. Like, <laughs> you got the white robe on. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm back from PyCon and <laughs> exactly. I've come so down like, from the mountaintops of, of Pittsburgh. Oh, <laughs> It's even like at conference talks, I'm just like, I, if I can't get any feedback from the, the group I'm talking, it's like such an uncomfortable experience to me. I feel just, I, it's so weird just talking at people. I, I mean, that's what I love about these podcasts. It's like, you need like talk with someone. It's, I don't know. It's, I feel like, you know what I feel like if I'm just like yabbering on a stage or something, I just feel like, I don't know. I have no idea if I'm on board with someone. I feel like I'm just like talking at a wall. It's like, is this working? that's actually the hard part about like doing these online conferences is like, usually yeah. it's like me on a webcam talking to like a thousand people. And it's uh, maybe a couple of people are chatting. I just, but it's like, is this landing? Is this work? It's hard. It's, it's hard to tell. Have you, have least, you like, done any person- of the talks where they have like, okay, you have to record your talk first. Yes. And then sit there as your talk is being played oh! back in the chat so that you can jump back live and answer questions. Jay, it's the worst. I, so what I do, I know you're like, you're, they want you to be in the chat, like 
talking live with the group, which is like, awesome. I love that. But like hearing yourself talk while doing it, it's like the worst experience. I've been just muting myself because I can't, I can't listen to myself at all. I can't, I can't do it. It's so hard. Like, okay, cool. Like to the, no one's throwing me under the bus in the chat. That's good. Um, and Jay, I get more nervous for a pre-recorded talk than I do for just a live talk. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even know if I can explain why it's so hard for me. I mean, I having, having tried to do like some course type stuff, I can understand yeah. it because when you're giving a talk and, and this is coming from someone who is a, a licensed, but non-practicing minister, <laughs> like, I, oh, cool. like I've, I've actually had to go and like preach. And I, I tend to have this thing where I like black out for a certain amount of time. Yes. And then I, I think at one point there was, there was literally a sermon that I gave once where I told people like, if they didn't chill out, I was going to just come out there and kick their ass. And it was like, <laughs> this is not for me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but Too like, aggressive. Yeah. But it's like, I don't remember uh, saying it, but it was just like, funny. It's when like the I adrenaline give, just takes over. Right. <laughs> and when I give a developer talk, it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, yes. I can literally get up there. Yep. I've practiced. I've researched. I'm going to black out, spew whatever I have to say, probably yep. say something wrong, try yep. not to offend anyone, and then yep. jump down and be like, okay, cool. Now let me sit and talk with the people that just heard whatever it is I said. And then when yeah. they tell me what they heard me say, I go, yeah, yeah, abso- absolutely. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly what I was trying to get across. Whereas if <laughs> I you're, love that. <laughs> if you're recording a video, you're like, it's just you and your thoughts and you usually have your notes and you have it scripted and it's like right exactly. here. And like I have a, a, like a notebook here and I'm like, well, it's like, you can't, it's so hard to have, that same type of I'm going to get up and do the thing that I get paid to do that I'm confident yeah, in doing the that, energy that I know yeah. I can do yeah. when you shift it and put it all behind like, okay, we're going to take this in 32 takes, uh, stitch together the best possible talk and then right. give you something to look at at the end. Oh, I totally agree. It's, and it's hard. I, I, um, so MongoDB, we usually do like an in-person conference and we have a lot of internal people who don't usually do talks, they present, but we did it all online this year, obviously, because of COVID. Um, yeah, but it's hard. It was like, it's a different feeling doing it online too. I think the hardest part I've seen too is like, you kind of don't, you don't have that adrenaline. And I think if you're not ready for it, you kind of lose the energy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, because like right now I'm just in my living room, just talking at a wall with a webcam on it. And like, it could be easy to just like, I don't have a crowd of people like hyping me up and cheering and clapping. It's like hard to keep the energy up. Uh, it's, I don't know. You have to be really intentional about it. And Jay, I want to mention too, in your talk about like fighting someone during one of your talks, like for me, what happens when I'm presenting, I, I lose all awareness of my body. Um, <laughs> it's which is so weird. Like I don't, it's like I'm, I'm focusing too much on like what I'm saying and like how to say it. Then like my body. So I'm like flailing around and waving my hands around, knocking things over and like hitting the, the microphone. It's so we have like a speech coach that's been like helping like oh, very cool. tune my, my presence up. And like, they're like, you got to work on, you got to work on your body. It's like, it's, you're looking like, you look like a crazy person up there. And I can't, I I'm so bad at it. It's the adrenaline. I can't help it. I don't know. One of the talks I gave in uh, at North Bay, and this will probably be the last thing before we, we jump into the after show. One of the talks that Love I gave it. at North Bay, we um, 
it was the first talk I had ever given, like first developer talk I had given. So, yeah. and it was about podcasting. Fair, yeah, developer conference. Yeah. We're going to talk about podcasting. Why not? And the interesting thing was, I was so nervous, and everyone was like, "Oh, you'll do fine. You'll do fine. Like you, you, you can do this. You got it. You, yeah. you get on podcasts every week and talk and stuff. You're, it's just like a podcast. So, yeah, I literally treated it like a podcast. Like you remember yeah. the whole like run through that I ran, like that I we did before we started. It's like, hey, what's your name? Yeah. What your pronouns? Da, 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 da. I literally went through that script <laughs> like for myself. It's like, yes. hey, my name is Jay Miller. My pronouns are he and him. I'm da 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 da. We're going to talk about this and then just jump into it. Like, all right, I'm going to give myself some time, drink some water. And yep. then at the end, like I was actually using the podium that they had up there to, to make sure that I wasn't like bouncing all over the place. It was just like, oh. I had a, I had a remote control. I was like, okay, yep. if a part of my body can't touch the podium, I've gone too far. I need to like, <laughs> yeah, get back in. So, I need to be like tethered to that podium. I need to like chain myself to it. Otherwise I am just, I, uh, that, that, that's smart. That's smart. You got to rule like that. But I some, love that. Some people like that though. Cause I mean, even afterwards, like I had talked to um, a developer advocate for Microsoft who mm. was talking right after me and he was like, great job. You should have given that talk from the middle of the stage and not from the podium. Like that. He's like, that's the only like yeah. complaint that I had is that you felt like you were tethered to that podium. I was like, I was, and he's like, but no, you weren't. You had a lapel mic on, you had a remote control. Like sure. you literally it's could have given that talk from anywhere. <laughs> Why did you just keep yourself isolated to that one yeah. spot? And I was like, well, dang it. I guess it's not like Twitch or like a podcast. I, I can't totally. have the ability to move around. Yeah, I totally get that too. Then that, that, that's smart. I know you got to think about like what you want to focus on or like if you're trying to hide. It's yeah, I totally get that. I'm so bad at that. I it's And I totally agree with that Microsoft advocate. I like body presence and like where you are is so important, but it's hard to, it's hard to do. All and like, and like Twitch and like podcasting, you're trying to like manage it, keep an eye on time. Like on Twitch, you're trying to like keep track of the chat and moderate that. I'm trying to like live code and solve pro like hard programming problems live and like deep. Like it's a lot, it's just like a lot of things to balance mentally. And our puny human brains can like are is terrible at multitasking. That's why I, I just play video games on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> better. Yeah, that's Do, better. Doing, doing actual work is hard. <laughs> like, it's so hard. <laughs> Jay, it's so hard to do real work on there. I, uh, yeah, I've been doing live coding probably like a year now on there, and it's it's it can be hard. It, it is nice though if I get like a bug and some of the the chat like knows how to solve the bug, which is nice. Oh, that's nice. But that is it's pretty rare. <laughs> it's, it's pretty rare. It's Everyone mostly else me. Just looking like, wow, this guy doesn't know. They're what just doing, staring at me exactly <laughs> as I'm sweating and floundering trying to solve these problems live. Um, but I, to that point too, I like that's what I like about Twitch though. It's like. For me, I think it's important for me to be like expose my anxiety and vulnerabilities for everyone to like normalize that experience. Yeah. I think in tech and especially developer evangelism, you like we're delivering this fully formed perfect product. We're like, look at this cool prototype that just shows this thing, and like you don't <laughs> see the blood, sweat, and tears that went into making that. Yeah. Like, I want you to see me crying while I'm making the thing. Oh, that's absolutely. what I want. I I don't know. I wish I had that. Well, that's going to wrap up 
the first half of this show. Everybody listening, thank you so much for for hanging out with Joe and I. Uh, We're about to jump into an after show and you might be wondering, hey, wait, what after show? What's that? You get access to a bonus feed where my guests actually interview me asking whatever questions they want. So if you want access to that, here's what you got to do. Uh, There's three things. You can either A, sign up for the newsletter. There'll be a link in the show notes. B, you can also email me directly, info at productivityintech.com or three, wait, did I say A, B, and three? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> we got gotcha. three, send me a DM on Twitter. That's K-J-A-Y Miller. If you do that, I will send you an invite just for you to the pit community where you can get access to the Slack channel, the bonus feed, and most importantly, the after shows. But I have to thank Joe. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. It has been absolutely fun. Let everybody know how they can get in touch with you. Oh my gosh, Jay. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I've had a blast here too. Uh, if anyone like wants to hear more from my stupid voice, you should totally follow me on Twitter. It's Joe Carlson one. It's actually the best way to get a hold of me. Um, I'm always open to ha- connecting people on LinkedIn. Um, and my website's Joe Carlson. I'm streaming every Friday on the MongoDB Twitch channel uh, at noon Eastern time. So that's interesting for you. You should totally check that out. We're twitch.tv slash MongoDB. And uh, oh, lastly, too, uh, TikTok. I'm sure there's like, I know there's like 10 of us software engineers on, on TikTok. <laughs> but if you're one of them or want to be one of those, you should totally check my, my thing. It's just my first last name, Joe Carlson, J-O-E-K-A-R-S-S-O-N. That's it for me. Oh, uh, oh one other thing. Um, I'm, I want to push our community at MongoDB too. Uh, if you go to uh, dev.mongodb.com, we have a brand new dev hub. Um, includes our community forum. If you have questions, want to learn Mongo, MongoDB stuff, you should totally check that out. Okay, that's it for me. Awesome. Well, you heard it. This is how you get in touch with Joe. If you want to reach out to me, I've already told you that. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to tell you again. Um, I have to give a big thanks first and foremost to the fam, Nadira Mawali, for the use of his music, A Hustler, in spite of myself, for the intro and outro. Thank you so much. And, of course, I have to thank everybody that checks out Productivity in Tech. We are a podcast, but we are also a business that helps tech creators create tech content so if you got a podcast if you got a stream or a youtube channel and you need some help with that hit me up info at productivityintech.com all that at productivityintech.com for myself and joe we've had a ton of fun here i hope for at least a little bit of that we've been productive but it is time for the after show joe are you ready i am ready i'm ready for the 